to the Raise Your Energy podcast. My name is Linda Lange and I'm your host and energy expert. Have you tried before to make a change in your life? And you really tried everything, but it just didn't work? Then you might have missed the real place where you needed to make a change. And that's what you will discover in today's episode. So let's get started. a different life or they want parts of their life to be different. For example, they want a new job. They want more success in their business. Maybe they have both already, so they rather want to have more time to spend it with their loved ones. Or they're looking for a partner to share their life with. I think we can all agree that most people want something different in their life. Am I right? But what happens is that they are not willing to change themselves for it. Or that thought has just never occurred to them that they have to change for something in their life to change. This might be even a thought that you have never thought about either. And that's okay because now you have. Sadly, I have met a lot of people in my life who would not care about changing themselves even if I pointed it out to them that they have to in order for their life to change. They rather complain, they pity themselves, or they wonder why nothing ever changes. So they ask themselves why their life situation does not change, but at the same time, they always stay the same. With your analytical and logical brain, Would you agree with me that it makes sense that if you want something in your life to change, that you have to change? Maybe you do, maybe you don't, because you think it is the other way around. First, something in your life changes and then you change. If that is your understanding of the world, then tell me how has that paid off so far for you? Does it actually work? And while you're waiting and not changing anything about yourself, do things in your life magically change for the better? Or is it rather that you would like them to change, but it never does because you are not taking action and not changing yourself? To be honest, I always thought that if I change something in my environment, like getting a new job, then my life will change. And the result of that life change then should mean that I feel good. It leads me to have a happier life and my life to be more enjoyable than it was back then. But that never happened by just changing my job or changing the company that I worked for. It distracted me for about six to 12 months because I got some excitement into my life by changing. But that excitement wore off and then I felt exactly how I did before. We think we can change our lives by changing something in our environment. That this is the only way to make us feel better and live a more peaceful and harmonious life. But it is the exact opposite. We need to change first. Well, it's not actually a need. <laughs> we want to change first. And then our life will change. You might ask me now, why would I want to change? 
Once you understand that you can now have that life that you actually dream of, the life that you desire, if you are willing to change into the person that leads that life of that dream, you will then say, okay, of course, okay, I get it. <laughs> Let's change that, right? If you have this understanding and then you tell me that you still don't want to change and rather wait for your life magically to change, then you can't really want it that badly, can you? Let me paint you a picture with an example. Let's say that you want to be your own boss and run a successful company. You have been talking about this for years and you even did some qualifications to get ready to have that business. And who knows, maybe you are already working on it and maybe you've even taken that brave step of quitting your full-time job. Looking from the outside, you have done everything you need to do to be ready for your own successful business, right? But have you changed internally? Why do you think that most new businesses fail so quickly? Let me ask you these questions. Who would you need to be as a successful business owner? What would you need to change about yourself to be ready to run a successful business? How does a successful business owner think? How does he or she act? How does she or he feel? If in this example you stay exactly the same person internally, you will have trouble fulfilling your dream. Inside, you are still that employee who is scared to risk it all because it could all go wrong and it would mean that you might need to return back to your full-time employment. That is likely to have been a thought you had before. Or maybe you have not even left and started your business and that is exactly the thought that keeps you stuck. Can you reason with me that a successful business owner does not have a thought like that? A thought that I'm scared to risk it all because it could all go wrong and then I need to return to my old job. I'm sure you agree with me that this is not what is going on in the head of a successful business owner while running that profitable business and enjoying their life. We all have dreams, we all have wishes, and we have goals. And to some degree, we are of course working on fulfilling them. We take action towards it. But most of the time, we focus on actions just in the outside world, in our environment. We ask and we question ourselves. We investigate what can we do to get a step closer to our goal or to our dream. And yes, these steps are absolutely necessary. But if you ignore the inner changes that you need to make, you will have a hard time and might even fail at the end of the day with all of your efforts. And that would literally break my heart for you. Let's say you want a big promotion in your current job at your current company, a really big step up the career ladder. What are the usual things that you would do to get that promotion? If I think about myself back when I was still employed, there are quite a few things that I would have done to make that promotion happen, like networking with the right people that would help me to get there or work really hard to have a good year-end result in my evaluation. 
I would let people know that I'm interested in that new job or in that higher level of responsibility. I might even look at my skill set and see what I might still be missing and taking some courses or even a qualification so I'm fully ready when that promotion is supposed to happen. But what I never thought about in all of this is how I needed to change on the inside. What kind of beliefs did I need to change? What kind of habits or behaviors or even emotional reactions did I need to change to be ready or be that person that actually got that promotion? So let me share with you a few examples that I reflected on when I wrote this podcast episode on habits, on thoughts, on beliefs, on behaviors that I had that would have literally stopped me from getting another promotion. One of the examples are one of my beliefs that I had on the inside that I would, of course, never really share with anybody else. I really wished for a promotion and I would really work hard, but quite often I might not really feel deserving of that promotion. I didn't really feel that I was already ready or enough to warrant that promotion. Maybe I have that inner belief that I'm not really worthy of it. So all of my efforts in the outer world, the courses that I take, the networking that I did, the talking to people about it and getting myself ready, I would literally self-sabotage them with that belief of being unworthy or not enough or not really ready yet. So I would waste a lot of my time and my energy working really hard, but not working on my inner self. Another really good example of inner work are habits. I for sure see one habit that really would have tripped me up to get a potential promotion in the future. And that was my habit of deflecting recognition. Every time I would get recognition, I would kind of tell things like, oh, you know, it was a team effort. I could have not done it really without all the other people. Or I would say that I was just really lucky that I was just in the right place and that's why it worked out so well. Lots of other people were part of this work and making it happen. So I would thank everybody else, but really I wasn't really the person who made it happen all by myself. You see that all of these things are deflecting that recognition and it comes from an inner unworthiness that I was not really worth getting that recognition. I wasn't really deserving that recognition. So do you think that a confident person that thinks that they are a great leader and ready for promotion behaves like that or has a habit of deflecting recognition? No, this is somebody who feels deep inside rather less confident, right? Just not worthy of that recognition. And another example, if I reflect on some of my behaviors I had many years ago that would not really get me that promotion was pleasing people, taking on other people's responsibilities. 
for the success of a project or a department, I would sometimes do other people's tasks or responsibilities. And I was not even told to do that by my boss or even that colleague whose responsibilities I take over. I would just make that decision for myself that if this project is supposed to be delivered on time or if we want to look like we've done a good job, I'd rather take on that job as well or that responsibility to make it happen. Until one of my bosses actually told me off for this. And that was a huge wake-up call for me. You know, I bent backwards to help and to keep all the balls up in the air. And at the end, I actually got criticized for it. When that happened, I knew that I somehow misunderstood the world that I was living in. And now, looking back at it, I know that this is not how a great leader can behave. This is not somebody that I would promote into a senior leadership position myself. And then the last example, the last area that I have for you are these typical emotional reactions that we all have. Let's say you get flustered in an emergency situation when something went really wrong instead of staying calm. Or you explode in front of your team when somebody has done something wrong even if it was pretty bad. These are all emotional reactions that a great leader does not display. And don't get me wrong, a lot of leaders do display these kind of emotional reactions, but I'm talking about a great leader and not just the leader that got the job title of being a leader. Through these examples, I want you to wake up to the fact that there is a whole world that we quite often forget to change our inner world. If we don't change our inner self, which is made up of how we think, how we act and how we feel, then it will keep tripping us up and holding us back when we want to try to change. But the good news is that we can change how we think, we can change how we act, our behaviors and our habits, and we can change even these emotional reactions. We have that possibility to change all of it. This is what I teach to my clients. And this is where the puzzle pieces suddenly all come together when we start to change internally into the person that is living that dream life that we aspire to. And you can do that too. No one is too old. No one is too sick or too big or too small or too unskilled to learn this. Every single person can learn how to change on the inside to finally make the changes in their life that they desire. If you want to learn it, check out the link in the show notes or underneath the video on how you can learn how to change when you're ready. And you're ready when you tried it all and it did not work. Because I can promise you this, this program will teach you how to change once and for all. So thank you so much for listening to this episode. Make sure that you subscribe to the channel or the podcast so you never miss an episode again. And with that, I love you and leave you. Talk soon and bye-bye.